Hey guys, welcome to or welcome back to Books, Booze, and Banter. I'm Shalina. And I'm Chelsea. What's up, y'all? Howdy. We are very excited to be back. Guess who's back? Back again. <laughs> the same book is my favorite. Oh, Lord Jesus. Well, first, let's get through <laughs> the the drinks. What'd you make for us? All right. So I made two drinks this time. They're exciting things. So fancy. Above and beyond, overachiever. Oh, listen. I may have had the forethought to make two drinks, but I definitely just bought the ingredients today. <laughs> but they sparkle. They do sparkle. They do sparkle. One more than the other, but that's okay. Hey, that's all they're right. still pretty. They are. So I was inspired by two of my favorite uh, characters in the series we are currently doing. And we are talking about the Akatar series. If you were here with us last episode, we covered books one and two, A Court of Thorn and Roses, and A Court of Mist and Fury. Indeed. Thank you for sticking through that one. I was going to say, if you listen to the whole two hours, <laughs> God bless you. You deserve a medal. Yes. Or if you listen to it in segments, I totally understand. Yes. It was a long one. We appreciate everyone that listened to the whole thing. It doesn't matter how long it took you. Okay. We appreciate it. As long it. as you finished. Um, but today we are doing book three, A Court of Wings and Ruin. Wow. Wings I had to, and had to ruin. think about it for a second. <laughs> <laughs> like, read the book right in front of me. I'm like, wait, which is it? <laughs> uh, so the first drink I made is inspired by Amarin and, you know, also the bloodshed in the book. It is a blood orange mule. Kentucky mule, technically, because I use some bourbon. But uh, yeah. And then the second one is inspired by Reese, everyone's fave. Let's hear it for the night court, y'all. <laughs> Golf clap. <laughs> and uh, yeah, in the night court, it is like blue gray and sparkly. Yeah, it literally looks like a, a court of dreams. It does. It is so, so pretty. Check out our instances to see it. And uh, I just really love the color because like a blue gray color is like my go-to. Yeah. It's and so pretty. The fact that it sparkles, I just love it all the more. Yeah. I went a little wild with edible glitter. Hey, it's edible. But I think Even it if fits. it was real glitter and not edible, I'd still eat it. <laughs> I mean, what, what would it do to me, honestly? Um, I don't know. Probably not much unless it was like way Some too sparkly chunky. sparkly pee? Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. Um, but that one is blueberry base. It's, I got some blueberry syrup, a little bit of Sprite, a little bit of vodka. Fancy. Yeah. Okay, so two drinks for y'all to try. Um, did you put bourbon in mine too, in my blood orange? Yes. Okay, cool. Just a little little, A, a little tid? Okay. So I shouldn't break out too much then. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah. That's a good meal. Very good. Fever Tree has some blood orange, um ginger beer oh okay i was and just thinking you were I gonna used. use like the blood orange italian soda or something no i i should have gotten some of that oh now i can see the sparkles yeah i was just thinking <laughs> i could kind of see the sparkles a little bit or i thought i could wait no yeah a little bit yeah actually yeah i can hold it see a like, little bit yeah mm-hmm. inside of the glass but yeah i did rose gold and blood orange i probably should have just done the gold one but it's fine either still way. pretty okay that's good. You can have the rest of that. Thank you. <laughs> that is a good. The back of my throat meal. burns a little bit. Oh no! It's just like a little itchy. I you just know? did a little, little, little teaser. For those who don't know, I do. I don't really do bourbon because it makes my face break out. I don't know if I'm allergic. It makes my throat a little bit scratchy, probably so, but not enough to where I'm gonna go into like anaphylactic shock. 
And if you haven't listened to our earlier episodes, I was on a bourbon kick mm-hmm. because I'm a bourbon ass bitch and I always have bourbon. So <laughs> a lot of bourbon drinks, they were all really good. But then I'm like, wait, why is the whole entire side of my face broken out in highs yeah. in my neck? And it's usually the right side of my face, not the left. It's weird how it just yeah. has like preference to the right. I don't know. So that is part of the reason why I made two drinks so I can make her a special vodka drink, but also (laughs) vodka, tequila, anything else really. (laughs) Yes. I needed to do night court, you know, we just had to expand it a little bit. Yeah. Had to make it pretty. All right. Let's charge. A lot of shit goes on in this book. So we needed two drinks to cover it all. Literally so many. Oh yeah. That's smooth. Ooh. Mm Mm-hmm. I feel like I kind of forget how much I like blueberry things until I try a blueberry thing. And well, then I'm like, why don't I Why don't have I do more, more blueberry? blueberry yeah. Mm-hmm. I love this. This is delicious. Very good considering it's like a million degrees. Very smooth and cold. Oh, yeah. I, I can't, I'm obsessed with the color of it. I'm I, have, no, I know. obsessed with I want the color this in like a it. nail color, like an eyeshadow. Yes. Or, I actually might have an eyeshadow color somewhere under that. I think, well, I do a lot of like, well, I do more like gem tones. And so like. This, like, bluish-gray color, a mm-hmm. lot of purplish, um, maybe magenta a little bit. Not too much, but. Yeah, I'm a jewel tone kind of bitch. Mm-hmm. It just, That's I don't know, really it works good. better on my blue eyes, but. Yeah. And by, <laughs> so in high school, I did used to wear um, this, like, two-toned eyeshadow palette that I had. It was, like, the little circle, and you've got, and it was, like, the, I don't know, Maybelline Metallics or something mm-hmm. like that that was really popular at the time. If you know what I'm talking about, it's a little round one. Half of it's like a metallic um, color, like gold or silver, and the other half is like a, um, like you know, for the crease, and so a darker color, something like a brown or a black. So of course, I had the silver and black one, and that's what this kind of reminds me of, because I, I would, it. you know, I had to put the silver <laughs> on, and then I had the black in the crease to do my, you know, quote unquote smoky eye. Oh yeah. Except the black was coming all the way out to like my eyebrows, basically. Oh yeah. There was no blending involved. No, ever. no blending whatsoever. Just two distinct different yeah. tones. And I got complimented on it all the time because, of course, we're in high school and we don't know what makeup's supposed to look like. Exactly. But even, like, guys were, like, because I have, like, a grayish-blue eyes, I guess. And so, but even guys, like, one of my guy friends was like, actually, that looks really good with your eyes. Like, yeah. I love it. Yeah. And so, of course, I kept doing it. And my mom's like, you really need to pull it back some. Like, <laughs> maybe, like, don't do the black out so far. And, yeah. um, and I'm like, no, Mom, it looks good. Yeah, you don't know anything. And then I've got – I couldn't – so, at the time, I think I've told – told all this story too like I couldn't put eyeliner on the top or mascara on the bottom and so I wasn't I don't know why I just couldn't do it without messing it up so I had (laughs) eyeliner on the bottom and mascara on the top but not eyeliner which maybe at that point I could put eyeliner on top but I had dark jet black eyeliner on the bottom and then mascara on the top but no mascara on that was the thing. I don't know if it I talked about it last time since we were trying to keep the banter a little bit to a minimum, but I recently went to an emo night um, I'm at so the hall. fucking jealous. And I was like, emo night, you say? So, of course, I had to bring out, which I wear a lot more black than I used to these days. I blame my days at Ulta because I never used to have this much black in my I'll wardrobe. I've always worn a lot of black. <laughs> like, looking at back at, like, my high school pictures and stuff like that, I have black yeah. hair at one point, a lot of black clothes. No, I always wore color, but... Uh, I brought out my black MAC lipstick, my liquid lipstick. I, you know, did a nice little smoky eye Mm -hmm. with, of course, I had to have red in the crease. Of course. Red and and maroon in the crease and the black smoky eye and the glitter. It was, it was so much fun. A vibe. 
Emo night was a lot of fun. I wanted to go. I don't remember what I was doing that night, but I saw like whenever the tickets were released yeah. and I'm like, damn it. And now I need to keep up with the next one because I want to go again. Okay. Well, That's let me time. know. I'll come to you. For sure. I'll invite myself. All right. So what do we rate the drinks? Oh, definitely. Okay. Well, so the ginger blood orange ginger mix, um, probably going to give it like a 7 out of 10. So. Just because I'm not a big ginger fan. Like I do... I have to be in a specific mood for like a Moscow mule or anything just because I don't like even like in food, like I don't like Yeah. To- oh. oh no. Well <laughs> I'll try to edit that sound out. My microphone just fell over, y'all. I'm very sorry. <laughs> I kinda of feel like I'm we not should able keep to- it in, honestly. Well, I don't want to like scare people. Like what if they're listening to this and driving and then Drum scare. all of a sudden like boom. That's a good point. That's okay, good point. I don't know. I'll try to edit it out or do something with it. Um <laughs> <laughs> I hate myself sometimes. This is really funny. Uh, no, it's fine. Um, I don't remember what I was saying. I get really stressed. If you that. have to be in the mood for ginger. Oh yeah, I have to be in the mood for ginger. So like, even whenever I get sushi or um, am making like an Asian dish that requires ginger, I don't do a ton of it because ginger is just not my thing. My thing. You're so. always in the mood for this ginger. Oh, wait, wait. <laughs> you're not wrong. I had to do it. I had to do it. For those of you who don't know, Shalina is a ginger. <laughs> Natural ginger. Natural. Born this way, baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so blood orange ginger mule, I'll give it a 7 out of 10. And then this blueberry fuego, is that what you're going to call it? Sure. And <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll, I'll give it like a 9 out of 10. Maybe an 8 out of 10. A 9. 9. I'm going to go 9 out of 10 for both. I think the drinkability is pretty good. Obviously, I'm a bourbon girl. And I do love a good ginger. Okay, I actually just uh, killed <clears throat> most of a bottle of Tito's the other night with a friend drinking mules. And then when we ran out of ginger beer, we um, were drinking Grape Propel and vodka. <laughs> you got to make Stay it. hydrated. <laughs> I panicked because I didn't have cheers uh, with me. And... Oh. Yeah, I so actually electrolytes, baby. Yeah, I actually wasn't that hungover the next day, and I was like, you know what? I think it was the propel. <laughs> A word to the wise: just drink some propel with your alcohol, and you won't be hungover. There you go. No, one time I did get um. I don't remember what I was doing, but me and a friend we we went out and drank more than what we normally would. And so we were both kind of hungover the next day, and I ran to the gas station and got a um, I think like a Gatorade Zero or something, Powerade, and. Uh, I text her and she, cause she was feeling like shit too. And I'm like, look, go get you one of these Gatorades. Call it a Goderade, if you will, because it is sent from God and I feel so much better. <laughs> that's, a, that's amazing. <laughs> Pro tips. <laughs> okay. Let's get through this so that way we don't have another two hour episode. Yeah. Let's get into a it. A court of wings and ruin. Wings and ruin. Okay. What'd your friend call it? A court of Oh, Smut and wingspan. Yes. Okay. I like that better. <laughs> I titled that episode. Beautiful. <laughs> All right. So it opens up with a little Reese POV from two years before the wall. So like 500 years ago. Shall we kind of like recap the end of A Court of Wings and Ruin? Or Mist and Fury. Mist and Fury, whatever the last one Yeah. Was. Okay. So where we left off with Mist and Fury um, was after Highburn. They got caught by Highburn because mm-hmm. they were trying to steal the cauldron. Yes. And it was basically a trap set for by Highburn because Tamlin's working with King Highburn or the King of Highburn. And just to get Feyre back. Just to get Feyre back. Apparently she's that great. 
whatever, uh, Elaine and Nesta got unwillingly against consent. Yes. <laughs> um, they got captured because of Ianthi's bitch ass. Yeah. Turn, and so they got turned, put into the cauldron, turned into high fae mm-hmm. or to regular fae. Um, and so now basically. No, they're half fae too. They're all half A. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm still confused on half A versus half A. <laughs> so if somebody could clarify. I'm pretty sure all like the regular Fae can look like any kind of creature. Like, But I thought only half A were like over no, the courts. Like when you normally think of fairies as being like super beautiful, pointy ear kind of thing, mm-hmm. that's what all the high Fae look like. Mm-hmm. And then regular Fae, they can look like... You know, a woodland nymph, or Ooh, okay, like okay, okay. how Alice kind of looks like a tree, and like that kind of thing. Gotcha. All right, I was still very confused, but it's fine. <laughs> the water race. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I see. I see. I see. I was just thinking there was fake because it's like all the mythical creatures in one one yeah. land, and because they're calling like the water race, the water race. Yeah. It's not necessarily fake. Yeah. Um. But whatever it is. Um. And so basically, the the king of Highburn. Is giving Feyre back to Tamlin. Feyre's like, oh, she's pretending. She's like, oh, thank you so much. Yeah. She broken broken his curse over me. La Yeah. Thank like, you for rescuing me, Tamlin. Break the bond to Highburn. He thinks he's broken the remaining bond. And Reese is like, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Azriel's got a bolt in his chest and is bleeding out. Yeah. Cass's wings are shredded. It was a bad it's, time. Yeah, it's and, a really bad time. Yeah, so they sent Feyre with Tamlin. Mm-hmm. They're all acting. Then at the last bit of the book, it's like, oh, yeah, by the way, me and Feyre secretly got married yeah. or whatever the, their equivalent is, and she's actually High Lady, which is not a thing normally. Yeah. And so their bond can never be broken. Yes. And so now she's going to play spy in the uh, spring court. Dun, dun, dun. I re- finished that one. I was like, fuck it up, Feyre. <laughs> Tear that shit up. Fuck it up. Fuck it up. Um. <laughs> so, yeah, here we are in the spring court, and Feyre is playing spy. Like, she's like the – she's the – Azrael of the Spring Court, basically. Yeah, I was like, new scheming, acting, spying Feyre. She's 10 out of 10. Mm -hmm. Okay, I love a crafty bitch. All right. (laughs) Um, And then, so they have a meeting with Ianthi. We hate her. Um, Yeah. And Feyre is hiding all her rage. And she's also having to hide, like, her left hand, isn't it? Uh, it's on the right or the one right this hand. Time. There's yeah, the eye she's, or she's something She's glamoring on the palm. it. Yeah, yeah, she has a new tattoo. Mm-hmm. Um, that went after they did like the mating bond. Yeah, that signifies like, her highlightiness yeah. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Lucian, he's losing patience with the whole thing because he's very suspicious. He is side eyeing Feyre, like <laughs> girl. But he's also not saying anything because he's Elaine's mm-hmm. mate and he wants to obviously get to Elaine. Mm-hmm. And Pharaoh is the only way to do that. And honestly, the only suspicious thing is that Pharaoh wasn't throwing a hissy fit that the night court took her sisters. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, that's what she wanted. But Lucian's the only one that can see. Because Tamlin's an idiot. Okay, yeah. Tamlin, he... He's... It. Mm, for a lack of a better term, pussy whipped. Yeah, yeah. Even even though they're not, they haven't been together at this yeah. point, probably in like six months. It's like it, she's his possession to him. Yeah, he's very very much a controlling fuckboy. boy. Yeah, like, and that's all like he probably can, one like, of your college boyfriends. On. 
Um, because if he would have opened his eyes, he would have been like, okay, well, if Reese and everyone's <laughs> that terrible, why yeah. is she not yeah. so upset about... Like, he just doesn't know her at all. It pisses me off. Anywho. Some creepy twins and Jurian show up as, uh, like, emissaries from Highburn to start talking about their dumbass plans Creepy little Hansel and Gretel. <laughs> <laughs> and then Feyre begins planting seeds of doubt in the spring court. Um, so she's basically, yeah, she's basically gonna destroy it from the inside out. Yes. Like, let me just plant all these little seeds around town, around the court, Which with she all the people said that in Highburn, mm-hmm. and still Tamla's dumb bitch ass. But I don't, I don't know. Anywho, but he, she starts planting all. He's these so seeds. gullible for someone who's supposed to be like a high lord and everything. He's very gullible. Um, she's. Basically making it seem like her and Lucian are having a little, a little something, something, a little, a little something, something, a little going, going, on, going on, while also pointing out how terrible Tamlin is as a ruler. Um, this is all happening in part one of the book. It's called Princess of Carrion, which I was like, loved that name. But also, didn't the Bone Carver call her that? Someone called her that. Yeah, I don't remember at some point. Anywho, um, so. We find out that Lucian had to step in for Tamlin during the Great Rite. Uh, oh, I Cal- forgot about that. Um, and he had to fuck Yanthi. Which he definitely didn't want to do because no. she was trying to get with him before and he's like, bitch, bye. Yeah. And so he's very upset about that. And Yanthi's like, mm, you had me once before, have me again. He's like, fuck off, bitch. Yeah, she a hoe um, show. Yeah, because Tamlin no, was too Not slut shaming, but you know. <laughs> well, she's just a terrible person. She's a terrible person and she's just really trying to go after people who do not want her. Yes, we and are I'm all like, for being a hoe, but you got to have consent, man. That's what I'm saying. And if someone and tells if, you they're not into it, just If someone doesn't want off. you, don't continually pursue them. I say this as... Dan basically ignored me whenever I tried to flirt with him, but I kept kept on flirting. Flirting <laughs> is a little different than what Ianthe does, okay? She literally goes up and grabs dude's dicks. Yeah, that's true. So. Um, but I'm starting to see a little bit of similarity. Neither of us can take no for an answer. Oh, my question gosh. Mark. <laughs> <laughs> but obviously it worked out because we've been married for three years. I'm so. sure when it actually comes down to it, you do take no for an answer. <laughs> Maybe. If he had came right out and said no but he just kind of ignored me so <laughs> i didn't take it as a no <laughs> i just took it as maybe he didn't hear me <laughs> listen silence means consent okay that's exactly it <laughs> um all right so yeah so and another thing i thought was kind of funny was that cal and my is the same night that um reese and pharaoh were in the inn Oh, oh yeah! I didn't Getting even think frisky. About that. Yeah, it was mentioned when they were talking about uh, Lucian doing the mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the great right. Uh, Feyre shows up, Anthe during the is it the spring solstice? Yes, like she had all like Anthe had it's these like place a big, markers. Yeah, yeah, it's like a big festival and everything. Or not festival, but yeah, kind of I guess. And so, the biggest thing in the spring is their spring solstice. Yeah. Solstice, yeah, whatever you know what I mean. And she had these place markers to make her like seem like she was glowing and blessed by the cauldron yeah. and all this shit. Basically, <laughs> just to put Anthe in her place. <laughs> she moved. The- 
<laughs> she moved the markers that were supposed to light up Yanthi. And then she also made her like daylight powers glow. Mm-hmm. So she looked like she was like hella blessed and from the cauldron. No, yeah. And everybody's just like, ooh. Yeah. And like, oh, Feyre, cauldron blessed. She yeah. sent it. She was, she saved us all from Feyre the curse mountain. breaker. Yeah. Like, oh my God. And Anthony's like, wow. Yeah. And, she, and so she just like stands off to the side, like, I'm going to let you have your moment, but mm-hmm. I'm also going to show you up some. Like other way, yeah. Plotting her revenge because she's plotting. mad. She's not getting the attention. Plotting, plotting, bitches. Um, the uh, creepy twins and Jerian. Part of their reasoning for being in the spring court is to find like where the holes are in the wall because in they're the trying wall. to take it down. Yeah, and so they really. Uh, I know I've said this in the last episode, but really, this is more of a Twilight kind of book because. If you've seen Breaking Dawn, you know there's like the little creepy twins in there, Dakota Fanning and the one guy. Oh, yeah. And that's exactly what this reminds me of. And because they're conniving little shits. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, you can say that this is not like Twilight all you want, but it is. (laughs) Little creepy little Hansel and Gretel. Yeah. They're, I don't like them at all. I don't either. Uh, They butcher three children. Because Feyre and Lucian go with them Mm -hmm. as well. Um. They butcher these three children of the blessed or whatever that are young and naive and Pharaoh and because they, they ba- like leave like, them alone. They like eat children, don't they? Yeah. Or I think I think they. I don't know. They're kind of like they just torture and a little bit, rape but yeah, and murder and yeah, it's they're horrible. very sadistic. Yeah, it was a bloodbath that they found later. Mm-hmm. Um, so Lucian and Pharaoh send the bug after them. <laughs> gotta do what you gotta do. And when Tamlin finds out, he explodes. And this time, Feyre lets herself get hurt. So that other members of the court can see Can it. see, yeah, like, look at me, battered and bruised. Yeah. Like, uh, essentially, again, basically trying to get his court to turn on him. Yeah. And then there's the whole... So Anthony's plan for revenge was to make it seem like um, the Naga attacked... And she blamed it on one of the centuries for, quote unquote, losing his keys. Mm-hmm. And Feyre knows the truth. She, like, goes into his mind and knows that it's Ianthe that did this. She accuses Ianthe, but Tamlin backs up Ianthe and not his century and all his other centuries who have already been like, well, you're abusing your mm-hmm. wife and, or, you know, your lady and all this shit. No, he, already he, he wouldn't let her be a high lady yeah, because that's those true. don't exist. That's true. Um, but they see the abuse. They see they're losing faith in him already, and then he's not even believing his century. Mm-hmm. And so, um, Feyre is taking care of him, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. She also <laughs> purposefully makes it seem like she had a nightmare or wore this little tiny. Uh, nighty or whatever to bed and then runs into Lucian's arms knowing that Tamlin's gonna find her mm-hmm. <laughs> because she'd been nice to him all day making it seem like she was ready for him to finally come to bed with her yep and instead he finds her in Lucian's half naked arms sucks to suck man so she's just so in discord um one of the trips out to the wall she plans her escape um on her way out she catches bitch ass Hansel and Gretel. Yeah. Well, no, they sent the bog after them and the bog tore them apart. I thought she did it. No, yeah, no, you're right. You're right. You're right. 
You're right. I was about to say, I thought she did it, but then Lucian she was going to go them. back and say that it was self-defense or something like that. Yeah, she kills them. And then after that, because they, cause they her, catch her. They catch her, because she has like a backpack full of shit yeah, and everything, and they catch her. They catch her after she catches Ianthi um, bound Lucian. Lucian, yeah. Try, yeah mm-hmm. Trying to seduce him, and then she makes Ianthi beat her beat, hand beat, with a yes, rock. Yes, beat her hand to a pulp. And so, because she has, like, mind control. Uh, mm-hmm. de- I was going to say Demati or whatever it's called. And so, kind of like how Reese put her mind in his hands in book one. <laughs> um, and so, she has that Demati so where she can basically make you do whatever she wants you to do, like yeah. a little damn puppet. And mm-hmm. so she makes uh, Anthe like bust up her hand with a damn rock, her yeah. own hand. And, and it's um, the hand that she's used to inappropriately grope men against their mm-hmm. will. Yep. And which uh, sees when she goes in her mind. Yeah. Then the twins. And then the up. twins show up like, what's up, bitch? Yeah. And where are you going with all your food? And oh, and but that's where she's yeah. poisoned. Yeah, they but, let her know that she's poisoned with the Fabian. Yeah, because she thought that her powers were just weakened because she was in the spring court. Mm-hmm. She was so far away from her mate, Lottie Daw. But actually, the you know little evil twins have been poisoning all of the food, um, and so her powers have been weakened significantly yeah. and then after she eats that apple they've been zapped completely and same with lucian mm-hmm. um but they you know kill the fuck out of them anyway yeah that's <laughs> a fuck them twins <laughs> uh and then her and lucian leave they dip bye. out bye they're gonna go back to the night court yep she's like it's time mm-hmm. okay we'll talk about this later because lucian's Lucian, like again. i need you to explain everything she's like bitch wait yeah we don't and have the time lucian just wants to get day lane uh, so they escape, and then we go into part two, Curse Breaker, which, um, as they're escaping, they have to go through the Autumn Court. Which is where Lucian is from. Yes. And they're wor- he's worried about getting caught by, like, his family. Yes. Or somebody seeing them and relaying information to his bitch-ass dad and mm-hmm. brothers and everything, who, if you don't remember, killed his uh, fiance mm-hmm. or girlfriend or whatever in front of him. Yes. And so he does not associate with them. And then Eris is an extra piece of shit for what he did to, to Moore. Moore. Mm-hmm. Uh, they make it through the Autumn Court undetected, but they his brothers catch up to them in, in the, like, winter the Winter Court. court. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and they're on the ice, and they're trying to get across, and yeah. Eris shows up with the like two other guys. I said, "Fuck Lucian's bitch ass brothers for real." For real, <laughs> fuck them all. <laughs> um. So yeah, they have some cave fights or whatever they're hiding out they're having a real rough time because they're having to do all this without their magic as well Mm -hmm. so they're trying to outrun her brother or his brothers and survive yeah (laughs) without their magic Uh, so it's very slow going the brothers catch up to them in the winter court on the ice they're trying to run away they're not they're not Monty having doll. a good time. Mm-hmm. Cass and Azriel's beautiful. Show up out of nowhere. Saviors. Just like, Woo! We got it. Because Sa- enough of Favor's powers have come back at this point. They that, can detect her. Yeah. Reese mm-hmm. can detect her through the bond. And he's like, y'all are closer. Get there. Yeah. They come to save the day. They kick some ass. The they don't they kill them. But for some reason, I don't know why they... Well, because it would basically cause strife between the yeah. autumn court and the night court. Yeah. So they don't kill them, but they beat their ass. And then they get, you know, Lucian and Feyre back to the night court safe and sound. Indeed. Yay. Indeed. She gets reunited with Reese. Ugh. My love. He's back. 
So, like, who are you? Who are you picturing for like Reese? If this was a movie or a show, I don't have like a specific actor really in mind. It's just like very dark, kind of Middle Eastern features. Yeah, just very like, like strong, like Justin Baldoni. That coloring, Maybe? but like bigger. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So we don't really have a ton of like well-known like Middle Eastern actors. We don't. There have been a couple of uh, like fan things I've seen, mm-hmm. and I don't know the actors, but I can picture they're it. more yeah. of what I picture. I don't know, but ever since I saw that one post the other day with like the character thing and Ian Summerhalder as Reese, I'm kind of picturing that now, even though he's not Middle Eastern or dark skinned in any way, shape, or form. I can see it, just his vibe. Yeah. In Vampire Diaries. As, um, what was his face? What was his name? Holy shit. Damon and everybody's probably screaming at us as they're listening to this. It was Damon because it was Stefan was the other Stefan and Damon. Okay. Then never mind. Yeah. Stefan was the other one. Duh. Okay. Never mind. So, yeah. yeah. And so I can actually, now I can kind of see that. Yeah. Uh, He's got the vibes, but that's not who I pictured. Yeah. He's got the vibes, but not the correct, um, visual representation of an Illyrian. Yeah. So, whatever. All right, moving along. <laughs> I just had to stop and see if you had any um, ideas for who you would think would play Reese. Yeah. So... Because this is every girl's wet dream right now is Reese, so... Uh, yeah, for sure. I think I mentioned before, uh, I think I love him about as much as Dean Winchester, and that's saying a lot. Okay. <laughs> you and Dan both love Dean Winchester. He's literally the love of my life. I told Dan that I wanted to get a Akatar tattoo, and he's like, "Well, if you're getting an Akatar tattoo, then I'm getting a Supernatural tattoo." And I'm like, "I never said you couldn't get a Supernatural I'll tattoo." I'll get both. Okay, we'll all go to the tattoo okay, shop everybody, together. Everybody, and I'll who's get it all. Yeah, everybody who's <laughs> listening to this, we'll do a group tattoo sesh. Yeah, um, and we'll all go get Akatar tattoos. Um, let us know what you're going to get. It'll be lovely. I'm going to get the Night Court insignia, and I think at some point, yeah, because I really want a book tattoo. And while there's not necessarily any book in particular that I can think of something that I would want from there, I think that this would be cool. But let us know what you would get if you got an Akatar tattoo. I could do the Night Court insignia too. I have a Deathly Hallows and then I also have a quote from Ariana Doubledore's grave on my side. Those are my only book tattoos. And then I have Scarlet Witch. And a couple of Jesus tattoos. I'm probably going to get covered. A couple Jew tattoos? Jesus. Oh, I thought you said Jew. I was like, what? Jesus You're Jewish? Tattoos. <laughs> no, not Jewish. Not I'm Jewish. like, what do you have? A menorah? Jesus tattoos. <laughs> and they're probably going to get covered soon. Anywho. Uh, <laughs> so, Nesta is Nesta Inc. <laughs> and Elaine is depressed. Yeah. Uh, they're they're not taking their transitions hard, which fair, but also at this point, but I'm also, so sick of her sisters. So, I can't even deal. Well, yeah. Well, and Elaine's just like clueless and moping and wah, 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 wah. Now I my, want now my, my Faye hating bitch hating yeah, fiance. I still want him so bad, even though he would kill me if given the chance. And then Nesta's acting like it's Feyre's fault that she was her ass was thrown into the cauldron and I'm like too bad you didn't come out with a different personality for real but because it just amplified her turbo cuntness yeah and at this point I'm still over her turbo cuntness okay she's just it changes but right now I'm sick of it yeah so there's a lot of war talk going on um Highburn is definitely 
plotting. Plotting and, and twisting. Plotting as well. Uh, they send out invitations for a High Lord meeting because Reese is like, y'all got to get your shit together. Yeah, okay. it's like we need to get all the courts together and have a meeting to discuss what we're going to do about Highburn because we need as many people on our side as we can because yes. Highburn's recruiting people as well. And he's got so many. And he's got apparently a big-ass army and then old, old Faye who still think that humans should be slaves right. are on his side. Right. So he's got um, he's got it all. Yeah. It's hard to beat. Definitely hard to beat. They're outnumbered for sure. Yep. Uh so- Reese, or not Reese, favorite also wants to learn how to fly. Yeah. So it can come in handy. And I just think it's funny that she uses Tamlin's power to create Lyrian wings yep. so she can fly. Shapeshifting. <laughs> fuck Tamlin. Yeah. Uh, there's a, we get introduced to the library, which will also play a huge role in the last book. In the last book, yeah. So the um, library is below the House of Wind? Yes. Okay. It's huge, sprawling. We meet Clotho, the head priestess, who cannot speak because horrible, horrible things happen to Mm -hmm. her. Um, And interestingly enough, she's got a pretty mangled-ass hand. Yes. Um, Like Yanthi. Yes. Now does. (laughs) But she can use her hands. Yeah. And she uses her hands for good. Yeah. Not evil. And there's a big winding staircase that goes down into this deep, dark pit mm-hmm. um, where the only one who's basically been brave enough to go down there was Cassian on a dare. And he won't speak of and it. And he won't even speak of what he saw because so it was like, so damn scary. Oh, and you're like, oh shit, what's what the down, fuck's down, there? down there? Yeah. If it scared Cassian, what he the ain't scared down shit. There? Uh, then we go to see the Bone Carver again. Bone Carver, who is at the prison outside of. The night court. I kind of love the bone carver. I love all these. Little, the it, bone carver and the cereal. Yeah. No, he's so sarcastic. 10 and, out of 10. But, uh, and so bone carver, again, is like the oldest of the old, basically, mm-hmm. there since the beginning. Nobody really knows what he is or what kind of monster or what have you. We find out during this visit. Yeah. Um. So we find out lots of things. We find out that he is taking the form of their son. Mm-hmm. Not baby Reese, or what their son could look like. Potentially. Uh, and then we also find out that Nessa took something from the cauldron, like literally ripped it out with her teeth, essentially. Because yeah. Elaine went first, Nesta went second. Mm-hmm. She's mad as hell, going kicking and screaming, ain't going down without a fight. Yeah. And so she's like, if I'm going down there and you're going to take something from me, I'm going to take something from you. Yeah. So the cauldron gave something to Elaine, and Nesta took something they from didn't it. give it. He took – oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, the cauldron, yeah, gave yeah. – yeah. Okay, I was Gave to Elaine, and Nesta took it. I thought you were – yeah, I thought you were talking about Nesta. I was like, wait, no, no, no. He didn't give no, her no, shit. No. <laughs> we also find out that the Striga – or the Weaver's name is Striga. And the Weaver and the Bone Carver are siblings. Yes. And then the brother – which it said the brother's Koshi, and then later on we find out that, mm-hmm. you know, something else. So yeah. I, I guess he has two different names or whatever, mm-hmm. but they're all death gods. Yeah. Old, old death gods, Bone Carver included. Um, so that was. Which is just insane to me that they're like so old and so powerful, but can be confined to this prison. Yeah. And we never really, we never really find out how Amarin escaped the prison either, though, Mm-mm. because she was in the prison too, and she's old as shit. Mm-hmm. Older than Moses, allegedly. I, I want to say they talk about it at some point. I think I think they do, but yeah, I don't know. I don't remember. Never mind. Moving along. Um, 
so they go to the Court of Nightmares, and Reese brings Eris there. Yeah. Apparently, we're friends with Eris now. triggers more. Our partners. But he needs Eris because Eris wants to kill the fuck out of his dad, Baron, who's a fucking asshole, uh, and take over the Autumn Court for himself. Yeah. So Eris could potentially be beneficial. It could be a mutually beneficial relationship. Yeah. Um, if Eris is not scheming behind their back. Right. He seems to recognize the threat in Highburn and wants to fight against him, whereas mm-hmm. his dad is hesitant to even yeah. do anything. So, But now, we also don't trust Eris because he left more after her family basically tore her apart, mm-hmm. left her for left her for dead. Mm-hmm. And Moore has a mem- like a memory of him going like him finding her, somebody finding her from his court and he's like, leave her yeah. basically we don't want to be associated with that. Right. And because right. she was um supposed to marry him and she, she did not want to. Right. Um so everyone is so worried about too. Elaine. She finally starts speaking a little bit, but she's not really making sense. And I go, Elaine is speaking in prophecies, you dum dums. Yeah. Because, I mean, separated away from the situation, it's obvious, but... <laughs> we have a very objective perspective, but yes. as smart as some of those people are, you would think that they would get it as well. I know. They put a lot of the other pe- puzzle pieces together, but the most obvious ones are like, what? Yeah. I don't understand. I know. Oh, and also, um, Favorite comes up with the plan. They go see the bone carver to see if, if they'll fight for him. Or if he'll help. Yeah. Like, if, if he'll help in the war. Yeah, and he wants the Ouroboros, yeah. which is um, a mirror that you look into. But everyone that's looked into it has, has gone, gone mad. mad. Yeah. And so I had the idea that Elaine could potentially do it since she kind of had the gift of prophecy or whatever. Mm-hmm. That was an idea. Um, and I mentioned in the last episode that I had a theory that I fleshed out about what Amorin was. I'm like 98% sure she's an angel. Like really? from our world. Oh. There's a lot of little clues about it. Like the fire Drake thing, I think, is like a, a red herring a little bit. Mm. The fact that she likes jewelry or whatever, but she talks about being from a place where there's like a cruel god or whatever. There's humans too. Mm-hmm. And um, so then why was she in the prison though? I don't know. I don't know either. I guess because in this world, Sarah like, J. Moss, we need answers. Different, but <gasps> we need a spinoff series just about Amran. Yeah, literally, like the way they describe like her or wings Amarin and the and, way that she was, yeah. it's like very biblical angel kind of thing. I was just kind of picturing like a phoenix or something. I thought that at first, but I think that's Vasa the the oh sixth yeah yeah, queen yeah. Or oh, oh yeah 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 okay gotcha gotcha but. I'm but sure what if angel. there was a spinoff series solely like backdated? Okay, hear me out, Sarah J. Moss. And if anybody else hears this, this is my idea. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably already been thrown out there. <laughs> we get, you know, a prequel to all of the Akatar series where it's the Death Gods, Amran, all of the folks way back in the day, the beginning of time, the beginning of Prithian, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's what we need. So we get some of those answers. That's all I'm saying. I don't know for sure because I have not read them, but I think at some point Throne of Glass, Crescent City, and Akatar will all cross over. I'm pretty sure they all take 
place in the same universe, just at different times. So you're basically telling me this has already happened? Potentially. This, I haven't read Throne of Glass or Crescent City or any of this. I don't know that much. There's like eight Throne of Glass books. I do want to read Throne of Glass. We're going to have to put that aside for a second. Okay. We're coming up on spooky season. We're going to have to get our spooky season Yeah, on. we got to get our spooky shit on. Okay, <laughs> just kidding. Back to the story. Uh, okay, so anywho, um, Pharaoh learns about the Nephel philosophy, which I think also comes up later. But basically, Nephel was um, a, oh, what is it? Was she like a, a half Peregrine. Peregrine. You're thinking of Miriam. Oh, yeah. Never mind. Uh, but she's related to Miriam. So during the war the last time, uh, the Peregrines, I believe, or is it the Seraphim? It's a Seraphim. I was about to say, I think it's the Seraphim. The Seraphim, mm-hmm. uh, which is a class of angel. Just saying. Just saying. Anywho. <laughs> so the Seraphim. Do with that what you uh, <laughs> Have wings as well. And Nephel was uh, a Seraphim that had like short stunted wings. She couldn't really fly very well. So she couldn't be a part of the army with them. Uh, but at, She's the underdog. Yeah. Like during the war, uh, there's a big sea parting mm-hmm. for Miriam and her people to get through. <laughs> Moses, right? You, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but Miriam (laughs) was going to get caught in it and die, and she mustered all her strength and defied everyone's odds and expectations, and got Miriam to safety. And it's you know because Farah is very discouraged at how bad she is at flying and all this stuff. And as tells her about this and is like, you know, it doesn't matter. Like when it comes down to it, if you need to do something, when it's life or death, yeah, you'll do it. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then, so Nesta goes down to the library with Feyre at some point. They're, they're trying to get all they can, all the information they can about saving the wall dealing with the cauldron, all this stuff, and then the ravens come. So that was part of something, some of the gibberish Elaine was spouting before about two ravens coming. The ravens are from Hobbard. Yes, and they come for Nesta. And somehow they got through the wards. Oh, because the cauldron... Like, yeah, because the, Hobbard yeah, still has Hibern, cauldron, and yeah, they can get he through broke the wards, the wards that are and then, the house. yeah, they glamoured themselves to look like like some philosophers or something yeah, like yeah, that, yeah. and mm-hmm. so Clotho left them in. I said, "There's got to be, it's got to be the third sibling down there." And also, I really need Nessa and Cass to love each other. <laughs> Not yet, because <laughs> he comes and like when he realizes they're in danger, finally he comes in and rescues them. Yeah. Um, and uh but they go down there because they basically are like running away from the ravens yeah and so they go down there to the deep dark pit that we were talking about earlier yes where cassian doesn't won't even venture to because right he won't talk about what happened down there is that and so it's basically makes her deal with them yes and so that's where their options are kind of limited so they run down there because obviously they ain't got no choice um it's either or that or just th- ask them to kill them yeah, so she will, but she does make a deal. She promises with a window. Yeah, she promised basically because you know, kind of like in the first book where Alice is like, "Everybody here will make a bargain. Don't make a bargain with anybody." Mm-hmm. Um, but whenever you do make a bargain, you get a tattoo that's significant of it um, or signifies it, and so they run down there. They're about to get caught by the ravens. I think they do have Nesta or something like that. Um, she runs. 
Yeah, and so she's Sarah tells her to run, and then Cass gets. Yeah, her. and so she's you know asking whoever's down there to help her, and it's just you know some creepy voice, and yeah. he he's just like, wants well, a window. Yeah, he's like, "What will you give me in return?" And she's like, well, "What do you want?" He's like, "I want a window so I can see the sky or mm-hmm. the stars or some shit like that." And she's like, "Okay, it's done." A tattoo forms. He kills the ravens, and we're all happy again. Reese gets a piece. Gets a piece of what? The ravens. I don't remember that. Yeah. He he comes down and gets a little torture action going on. Okay. Uh, yeah, I just remember the general the general stuff. You know, you, <laughs> you do the specifics, I do the generals. <laughs> it works perfectly. Match made in heaven. Yes. <laughs> so the next thing I put is, thank the gods ass figured out Elaine was a seer. Because no one else did. <laughs> uh, and Lucian is going to find the sixth queen. It's very interesting. What is the relationship between as and elaine oh it is because you're kind of getting the you're kind of getting the gist that elaine kind of likes him a little bit yeah and he smiles at her and so it's kind of like there's a little bit of flirt yeah is it like is it a romantic thing or is it just they're like like souls Mm -hmm. and how kind of quiet and reserved they both are and they like their things and because Elaine's struggling and as kind of always has, he just has what it takes to get her out of her shell a little bit. Yeah. It kind of makes you wonder like, uh, is she going to end up with Lucian or is she going to end up with as? Like at times you would think, oh, you know, could be. Well, well, they mentioned before because Feyre asked Grease, I think, or somebody like if, if, the mating bond, basically, if you have to right, go with that and person. And he's like, no, there's been instances where they don't and yeah. they've, like, been with other people. And so that's where I'm kind of like, maybe this will be one of them instances that comes into fruition. Where it doesn't work out. Where she doesn't go with her mate and she instead goes with her her choice. Yeah. So, um, we don't know. And then there are times where As still seems very much hung up on more, More, too, yeah. Hung we'll up get, on more. We'll, we'll get, get there. Into. Yeah. We'll get into mm-hmm. Uh, but Lucian's going to find the sixth queen, a.k.a. Vasa. And then Highburn's bitch ass attacks the summer court. Yep. Which is devastating. But they go immediately. Mm-hmm. And the next thing I write is just rage in all caps drawn out because right. they are fucking shit up. More and Feyre go into the palace and they are just murder, 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 murder. Kill, 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 destroy and kill. Lovely. I might be a bit of a psychopath. Every time someone's wrecking shit in this book, I'm like, rage! (laughs) Fucking kill them all! Um, That's why I made the blood orange drink. (laughs) Proud of it. And uh, Nessa waits for Cass. And Elaine bakes. As you do. <laughs> so Nessa's, or yeah, Nessa's and Cass, there's things. Yeah. There's lots of moments. I didn't realize how many moments the, the, until I reread until it. Until you reread it. Yeah, there's little moments that you didn't really pick up on. And mm-hmm. then like towards the end, it kind of all makes sense. Yeah. And then Elaine uh, starts baking with the twins. Oh, Sarah Sarah, Sarah. Gwen. Oh, I'm terrible. I need to write it down. No, Gwen's in the fifth one. Oh. Oh, yeah. Never mind. I'm thinking of somebody else. <laughs> but yeah, the the twins that are basically Sarah like the helper, helpers. And the other one starts with an N. I'm so sorry to the twins because I do like them, but I did not write their names down ever. Sorry. Uh, then they have the meeting 
the big High Lord meeting finally, yes. and it's in the Dawn Court, right? Yes. Not Day Court. I think it's in the Dawn Court. Dawn Court. Again, we're not going to get every single detail right. This is a long ass <laughs> book. I think it's like six hundred and fifty pages. So there's going to be a lot of things we miss, a lot of details we don't hit. If we miss something, I'm sorry, get over it. Um, but we're just trying to get through this without making it a three day long episode. You're welcome. Yes, I wrote little um, things about each High Lord. So Thesen's a Don Court. His uh, commander is also his lover. Okay, that's what I was. You that's what I was thinking of last time. time, and I'm like, no, I swear he's the one because she represented a lot of like LGBTQ plus characters in mm-hmm. all of the books, and so um, he was like the only high lord whose lover was his his commander, mm-hmm. um, his male commander, and so I thought it was Summer Court guy Tarquin Tarkin, mm-hmm. and actually no, it's Dawn Court guy. Right. Uh, yes. Okay. And then Callias, he is the High Lord of Winter Court, and his wife is Vivian. And <laughs> once they learn that Farah is High Lady, she's like, "Oh, do I get to be High Lady now?" And he's like, "Uh, well, you know, we can talk about." It. She's like, "Cause I should be High Lady too." Just saying. Me and her, we're on Just the same page. Bro. I'm like, if she's like, why am I not getting the same treatment as her? Yeah, <laughs> I would, would be too. You know, high lady, it's just they're they're equal in everything, mm-hmm. which is what I feel like everyone should uh, that's, want. That's a marriage, out of their I feel like. Yeah, you know, you mm-hmm. should be equals in everything. Exactly. Um, that's our marriage advice podcast. Yeah. <laughs> As someone who's very single, <laughs> I will give you all the marriage. But advice. I was going to say, but I'm married, so and I feel like parenting the advice two, between the two of us. <laughs> even though neither of us have kids, one of us is married. I feel like we could give some pretty decent advice. I think so. You could give dating advice. I could give marriage advice. Yeah. As someone who's, you know, my my marriage is great. I'm not going to say that. But, you know, as someone yeah. who's very much an imperfect partner. Yeah. Well, which, I mean, yeah. who is perfect? But, no one. No one. Literally no one. I mean, but if we're talking. Resand. But, if, if, we're, but if, we're, if we're comparing partners here, Dan definitely has more points than I do. <laughs> Reese is perfect. And that's why he's fictional. Okay. So, <laughs> Helion is the spell cleaver. Uh, High Lord of the Day Court and I wrote Asshole, which we found out later is not really true. It's an act, too. Yeah, but I, th- I, don't, I don't know. I really liked him, like, probably the most out of all Oh, of I love him. Because he's just, like, <laughs> he's funny and he has, like, good banter with everybody yeah. and makes a lot of jokes. He kind of wants to have threesomes with everybody. Oh, he always wants to have threesomes with everybody, That's whether great. it's a guy or a girl. He's, well, he's been trying to have a foursome with more, more and Cass, Cass and Az, yeah. like, mm-hmm. since the dawn of time, apparently. <laughs> Which, I mean, I don't care for more, really. We'll get into that later. <laughs> uh, Baron, Autumn, bitch-ass man with bitch-ass sons, <laughs> whose wife won't look at Helion. Yep. Which we find out why later. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Uh, Awkward. <laughs> and then Tamlin's stupid fucking ass shows up. Yeah. He does show, so he does show up to the court meeting, right? We're all here. He does. We need to meet. Hybrid's coming in hot. Mm-hmm. Let's have a meeting. He does show up, even though he never responded or RSVP'd. Yeah. Um, how inconsiderate of him. So basically, they're all fighting. Like, they can't agree on anything. Everyone's just trying to, you know, figure out, like, who's really 
gonna fight for? Is Hybern really a threat? Tamlin, yeah, Tamlin know, starts throwing shit. some shade. He throws so much shade, and it's Feyre. like, shut the fuck up. And yeah. then I said, yes, Re, shut that baby back bitch up because he shuts him down. Yeah, and it's not the time or place, right? That's not what we're here for. This isn't Maury. This is meeting. Yeah. Like, it's not the time. Like, real shit's happening, and all you can do is just throw barbs at Pharaoh. Yeah. Like, shut the fuck up. He needs up. to save that for Jerry Springer. Yeah. Um, whatever. Thiessen's been working on an antidote to the Feybane with Nuan, who uh, is, like, a master tinker, inventor. Apothecary. Yes. She that's a word. Uh, did Lucian's eye. She made oh, his eye. I forgot about that, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I said, so many of these males are little bitches. Oh my god! Like most of the males, comparatively to the females, they're just the- little bitches. Yep. It's terrible. I also think it's interesting how, like, in the mortal realm, it's called like women or men or yeah. girls or boys, but in the fey world, it's, it's male, male or female. And yeah. I'm like, what's the difference? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and then I wrote, oh, except Helion, apparently. Oh, okay, he's bi too. Love that. And then, and Lucian's father. No wonder he's darker than his brother. So, for some reason, nobody in the whole entire existence of any of these realms has put it together that Lucian looks like Helion. Yeah. Like, he does not look like any of his other brothers. No. So, when everyone's under the mountain for 49 years, everyone is hella pale, okay? And then everyone gets back to their stuff, and then they get their actual, like, skin tones back. So all the night court is a lot darker than they were before. Lucian's always been darker. You would think they would be pale, but whatever. I know. Uh, Lucian has always been darker than his brothers, and then as he spent time in the spring court, he only gets darker and darker, Mm -hmm. which means he's clearly I don't know. Somehow Feyre puts it together that he is Helion's yeah. biological son because... Well, and Helion tells the whole story, like his story. Oh, about how like him mm-hmm. and Baron's wife were, yeah, were hooking up. Yeah, or whatever, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, like he had loved her before her and Baron got together mm-hmm. and then insinuated an affair and he like shut it down. Yeah. But Feyre through the bond is like Reese. You know he like Lucian. In the case of five year old Lucian. Yes. Helion, <laughs> you, you are, are the father. <laughs> and Reese is like, what? holy shit. How? Which to be fair with Reese at least, he didn't have that many like interactions with Lucian. I mean, sure, but I feel like in five hundred years you probably came across him more than once. That's true. That's true. Um but even so the people who have interacted with him. I don't know, you know? Yeah. I don't know. But maybe it's the whole court system because there's solar courts and there's seasonal courts yeah. and Helion is a solar court and, you know, autumn or the autumn court's a seasonal court. So maybe mm-hmm. they're just not interacting as much. I don't I know. I think that's part of it. None but it of sounds them- like Baron's wife and Helion were interacting plenty. Yeah. And none of the courts really have, like, great relations anyway. Yeah. So it kind of makes sense, but also. But also it's been 500 years and nobody scandalous. else besides the 19-year-old human girls. You yeah, know, the one that's able to um, come up with that information. I don't know. Scandalous. Again, the masses. <laughs> but now I'm like, okay, solution is mixed. So I'm like, and he's a ginger. I can't think of his fucking name. Who? Oh, um, a mixed ginger. No. Uh, Renee Jean Page. 
Who? Or whatever. The guy from the season one of Bridgerton. Oh, you talking about the Duke? Yes. Oh, Lord. The Duke. Put He's not a ginger. A, put him in a ginger wig. Okay. I don't care. That man's fucking beautiful. Give him a. I don't know. I give need him it, a gold eye and a ginger wig. I need it to be a really, really dark ginger color. Well, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I I, his hair is described as being a really dark ginger color. Like, even darker oh, than okay. my. Okay. I'm thinking like Ron Weasley ginger color. And I'm no, like, no, 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 no. Like mine are darker. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. 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 Okay. Mm. Moving along. All right. Anywho. Okay. Highburn uh, uh, breaks the wall. Yep. All of a sudden, the <laughs> the whole entire like world like shakes, um, yeah. and everybody's like, "What the fuck is this? What's going on? Earthquake!" Yeah. So it breaks. I'm, pic- up. I'm literally, I'm literally picturing <laughs> Freaky Friday, the Grandpa Earthquake. <laughs> oh I wish God. y'all could see the, the movement hilarious. I just made right now. <laughs> uh, so, okay, so this is when she goes back to make the deal with the library thing. Mm, maybe uh, i don't know i well i said okay library thing is brax it's not koshi so that's where i was I, confused because the name that yeah. bone car we give is koshi but the name that the library thing gives is brax yeah but it turns out later that he is so maybe he just has I two think, names does she make two deals with him then because she has to make yeah a deal the first one is the window, the window and then the second is that he'll is that he'll fight in yeah, the like and that let him that's what her mating gift is to mm-hmm. to Reese. Um, well, well, I guess we'll get to that later. Yeah, <laughs> I, don't remember, I don't remember when that comes up. Yes. But she also captures the the surreal again. When is that? That's later. Okay, okay, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you're like bringing the cereal every time. <laughs> Look, <laughs> like later, later, later. I love him too, though. <laughs> because it, um, he's one of my favorites. I know and he's the best. He it happens pretty frequently, and I always he write does. it down. I just. Don't have it in the correct order. He's the best. Again, uh, general ideas, specific. <laughs> so part three is called Hi Lady. And I go, is she a witch? LOL. Because uh, Jurian says that about Nesta, I think. Um, yeah. Is it Jurian? Someone is like, Somebody, what yeah. the fuck is she? Is she a witch? Yeah. <laughs> and I just thought that was funny. And I say, God damn it, Jurian. Oh, well, apparently he's not a complete asshole. And then fucking stupid baby bitch Tamlin tatted, tattled to Highburn. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what Jurian said was that Tamlin tattled to Hobbit. Yes. Yeah. But also, we, so we get a little bit of whiplash with Tamlin mm-hmm. back and forth in this book. We, we hate him. We don't hate him as much. We hate him again. Yeah. And then, but we'll, yeah, we'll get there. And then, kind of same with Jurian, honestly. But Durian it turns too. out Jurian has been fighting against Hybern the whole time. The whole entire time. Yeah. Because they meet up with him at the cottage mm-hmm. um, where the. <laughs> Farah and Nesta and Elaine grew up, and they ha- they're having some kind of meeting there, mm-hmm. and Jurian's basically like, no, I'm on your side, fam. Yeah. He's like, here's some plans. And they're like, we don't trust proof. you, and he's like, looking yeah. to my head. He's like, this is where he's going to do the first battle, and this is where y'all need to go, and he's they're like, mm-hmm. Yeah, he's basically giving all the plans. And so, um, I mean, he was right. He was right, yeah. Because <laughs> I said, okay, they fucking killed that battle, and Tarkin is savage. So after they rage some more and kill the fuck out of some highborn soldiers, okay, they have the high ground. Mm-hmm. Everything's going great. They end up winning the battle. What battle is this? They retreat. This is like the very first one, like after the summer court. The oh, one yeah. where they do real good. Oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. And then yeah. there's the next battle. Like, oh, and then there's, so and that, that was, it was all a setup, basically. <laughs> yeah. It was like get, trying to get yeah, them Yeah, it was hyped, to get them to. And it was to get them like to a move. a specific part, yeah, yeah. They were trying to get them to a specific and, area uh, so that way they could go 
you know, millions of miles away or thousands of miles away and yeah. invade there. So that way they're not, they don't have any kind of chance of getting there fast enough. Yeah. And I wrote Dark and Savage because he gets to decide what happens to the prisoners that are left and he drowns them on dry land Ooh. with his powers, which is a fucking rough way to go. Yeah, for sure. That's like one of my biggest fears is just drowning. And like Onessa and Cass because they're having a moment and then more fucking shows up. Of course. Second battle's a doozy, but yes, let's get answers from our bestie, the cereal. So the second battle is not going great. Okay, not going great at all. And uh, Moore and Feyre and Nessa and Elaine, they're kind of watching from the sidelines, like waiting to see if they need to get called in or whatever. And Feyre is like, more they need you on the battlefield, I'm going to be fine. She tells her that to get her out of the picture so she can go and see the cereal and get some fucking answers. Mm -hmm. um, so she goes to see the cereal. I think they use elaine to see where he is and he's in the middle and so of course she's got to set up a trap yeah so she goes she sets up the trap she like gets it to him and then like I it's go. a damn hog or something or he's a magic eight ball and she's got to trap him yes and then during this ianthe's stupid fucking cunt ass shows up with a couple of goonies and is like she put a tracking thing on the cereals. She trapped the cereal, put a magical tracking on the. Um, she put GPS on like, like the, an air tag. The I can't think of the word. The cloak, mm -hmm. <laughs> the cloak she gave him, and because uh, she knew that Pharaoh was going to seek him out at some point or whatever. A cereal knows this obviously because he knows everything, but he gets mortally wounded. Pharaoh sits with him while he dies uh, after R. feeding. Anthe to the Weaver, which yeah, because she, she tricks, yeah, she tricks Anthe to go into the Weaver's cottage, yeah, and locks her in there where yep. the Weaver tears her ass up. I was like, yes, let the Weaver devour her. Yep. Uh, and then we go back to the battle. I said, don't ever hurt Cass again because poor Cass gets hurt again, yeah. and it's very, very depressing. Um, Feyre and Moore have a big fight. And I said, good, knock more down a peg or two. <laughs> she really is. She That's the thing. It's for, even though we hate Yanthi, obviously, she, I almost feel like she has a similar personality or at least confidence level, you know? I don't know if it's the cockiness of both of them or what, but there's something about them that just, to me, they're, they're, they're kind of similar. I just hate that they're 500 like over 500 years old and this shit has been going on for 500 years and she just keeps stringing as along. Mm -hmm. And we do find out later her reasoning, but that kind of pisses me off even more. Yeah, I mean, it's still not a good enough reasoning after all of this time whenever y'all are this close of friends exactly. to where you can't tell, at least tell him. Right. Like put him out of his misery because he's following you around like a puppy for the past 500 years. So, Yeah. Uh, yeah, Feyre is like, you don't like someone pushing you about it, about your choices. Well, neither do I, because Moore is pissed at Feyre for basically tricking her to go trap the cereal or whatever. And she's like, if something happened to you, it'd be my fault. And Reese would be mad at me. And she's like, well, I'm a grown-ass woman and high lady, so mm -hmm. go I fuck do, yourself. I do what I want. Like, if you can't hold me accountable, you can't even hold yourself accountable. Mm -hmm. And the, the quote from Amron that I thought was funny was, every time you lot leave me at home, someone manages to get gutted, which is fair. It's fair, because honestly. she's really the only, like, one with common sense. Amron's 
definitely my favorite because maybe it's because she's described as short and sassy yeah. and a bitch. And <laughs> she's I'm just, a little fireball. And I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> I think we just got, we really have to make up for our lack of height. For sure. So we've got to channel that energy somewhere. Every tiny person anger. I know is sassy as hell. Again, because we have to channel the anger and the energy somewhere else. We got to make up for it to really prove ourselves, you know? Like, I may be five foot, but my attitude is six two. For some reason, the channeling anger made me think of the meme I saw that was like, my boobs are so big because all my rage is stored there. (laughs) Well, I mean, I guess then my rage is stored in my ass because I have a lot of rage. I got a lot of rage. I got a lot of rage, <laughs> but I got an A cup. So I got a lot of rage. Maybe it's just G. stored in my big booty. I would like to get rid of some of this rage. Anywho, <laughs> uh, so next huge thing, the cauldron takes Elaine. Um, and Nesta feels it, and then Feyre does a little bit too, not quietly as as intensely as Nesta, mm-hmm. but they can like kind of feel the cauldron's presence. Mm-hmm. It comes for Elaine and then Feyre and Az rescue Summons her. Summons her like Sarah Jessica Parker on Hocus Pocus. Yeah. Um, Some little children. So they're like, we've got to get her back immediately. So Feyre. But they're yeah. at like a campsite. They're not. Like, yeah. They're oh, at Hyburn's army camp. campsite. Yeah. 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 They okay. go into Hyburn's camp to get her back. To get her back. Uh, yeah. yeah Feyre yeah. is glamoured herself as Elaine and kind of dressed up last minute, borrows one of the siphons for the jewel and all that stuff. As and Andy. they're just, yeah, and they're they're hoping that no one knows that Andy got murdered. Yeah. <laughs> by the they're like, where guy. have you been? The king's been looking all over for you. Yeah, <laughs> and she's having to pretend to be into Jurian because apparently she's been trying to get Jurian mm-hmm. in her bed. And it's like, bitch, calm. Just stop. Just stop. Yeah. Stop. Anywho, um, they rescue her. But Hybern's coming after them as they're trying to escape. As gets a little bit injured, there's also like a young girl that was captured too that they um, that she's rescue as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, just look out for yourself and your own. Don't be sitting here trying to save everybody else. I know. I mean, I get it, but you know, whatever. She's trying to fly. Because trouble. there's like a big, there's a big cliff, and mm-hmm. she's got to get through. And that's to the, the other point side. that they have to winnow it. And this is yo, know, this is your, um, you know, nut up or shut up moment. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're getting chased by some beasts. By yeah, basically these big ass dog things. And Tamlin is useful for once in his goddamn yeah, life. Yeah, Tamlin's there too as a beast. He's trying to fight them off. Mm-hmm. And this is where we're getting that whiplash because we hated him. Because like, mm-hmm. wait, you're working with Highburn, you're in cahoots. Mm-hmm. But then here he is, and he's like, just kidding. I'm gonna shape shift, fight off these dogs. But try we to give also a to know escape. that it's just because it's Pharaoh. Like yeah. he wasn't. He's not doing it for the greater good, and that's the fucking problem with him yeah and so then Feyre's running oh I've got to jump off this cliff I've got to fly he sends like a gust of spring wind mm-hmm. to basic because she's not going to make it and so mm-hmm. he basically sends some wind and y'all should see these motions I'm making right now <laughs> with my arms I've really got to use arm gestures and uh anyway lifts her up so she can fly and go through the window yeah. and back to their campsite yes so they make it back to camp safe and sound and then the next thing i wrote is it has been 500 years more shut the fuck up and this is in all caps because this is when more finally tells her that basically she is a lesbian and because the court of nightmares and her family would disprove of it 
she they already has kept it her a secret. Why are you being so secretive about it? That's my whole fucking they thing. They already I don't get like it. You. I understand. We live in the South, and there is a lot of that. I sure. have had a lot of friends and people that I love come out to me that cannot tell their parents or are terrified to tell their parents right. because of the disapproval. I get that part. Sure. But they already don't like you. Exactly. (laughs) Like, what does it matter at this point when it comes to her family? Because her real family would not give a shit. Well, and that's the thing. That's where she keeps leading as on, or like letting him chase after her, but won't open up about the fact that she's a lesbian. Yeah. And like, obviously, just just put him out of his misery. You ain't got to tell everybody. Just tell him. Exactly. But that's what pisses me off the most. And listen, maybe I'm a little close to the subject personal reasons i'm not going into sure but she owes it to him at least to tell him because it's not fucking fair it's not fair at all you hear that more it's not fair so you fix she really pisses me off anyway favorite goes for the ouroboros she's like you know what i'm gonna get that mirror that the bone carver wants because we need him on our team to fight with us someone tells her Oh, the cereal. She takes the cereal words to heart because he tells her that only she can decide what breaks her. Yeah, because she said, wait, no, I can't look into it because everybody who has has gone mad. And he's yeah. like, "You can only you can prevent wildfires. <laughs> <laughs> the wildfire being you going mad. <laughs> Smokey the Bear was also in this book. Plot twist. Oh my god, he should have been saying that to her when she was fucking trying to figure out her powers and starting yeah. fires and shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway. So, <laughs> so in the Ouroboros. She's she got to sees... climb through like the mountains and everything there, right? She's got to go through the mountains in the snow. The, for the Ouroboros? Oh, yeah. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ouroboros. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She uh, she does all that shit, and then she looks inside of it, and she sees the beast that's in herself. Yeah, so well, she thinks it's behind her, but she turns around like a scary movie. Yeah, it's not there. It's actually her. Yeah, and then she um, she sits in front of it for a minute. Too, yeah, so, and so I she's think she's just like, like crying and yeah. raging and just like all this shit. But it basically the Ouroboros just makes you confront every single part of yourself: the yeah. good, the bad, the ugly, the evil. The makes horrible. you see the ugly that you don't want to see yeah. in yourself, and that's where people go mad because nobody wants to admit that they're a piece of shit. Yes, um, but we're all a piece of shit in some way, shape, or form. Yeah, everybody's got a little shit in them. Yeah, like physically and uh, mentally, <laughs> whether it's in your colon or whether. It's <laughs> your brain <laughs> <Porque no los laughs> <does. laughs> why not both <laughs> oh god we're getting on hinge okyra okay. uh, <laughs> help because she goes back and he's like lol I didn't even need it yeah he's like, I, just I, wanted, just, I just wanted to see if you would yeah, do it he was like that's a test and yeah. you passed and she's like you fucking bitch but you he helps he's mm-hmm. like I got you I'm gonna yeah. come fight on your field uh Asriel's a sweet perfect baby angel and I love him so much who Asriel oh okay he gives Lane truth teller because they're getting ready. They're getting his ready knife. for this final battle. Okay. Yeah. Truth teller is his knife. And I think someone else was like, you need a weapon. And she's like, oh my God, I can't. And as is like, here's truth teller. Yeah. He's like, maybe it's magic. Maybe it's not. But if you use it, you're going to kill somebody. And mm-hmm. she's like, all right, I'll take it as thanks. Uh, Reese gives a speech worthy of Captain America to rally the troops. And then the Death God siblings ready to unleash hell. Rage. <laughs> I really worry about myself. I was way too happy for the bloodshed. 
uh, and I said, LOL, Anthony's bitch ass jewel. Cause Shrika goes into battle wearing Anthony's jewel on her forehead. Who does? Oh, the weaver. <laughs> I said, yes. Yeah. She's like, oop, that's pretty. I'm going to take it. Um, I'm just really picturing like some ugly ass thing. And she's just like, ooh, pretty jewel. I know. Me pretty. I know. Whenever she's horrible because she's missing eyes or teeth or something like that yeah but i think after she gets fed because when she's fed and full i think she's beautiful so i think in this moment she's Same. beautiful right otherwise i'm a <laughs> otherwise i'm an ugly bitch <laughs> maybe that's the the true meaning behind striga <laughs> Maybe it's when Sarah she, Moss is alluding to every woman. Yeah, every woman when they're hangry and when they're full. <laughs> um. We're all ugly bitches whenever we're hungry. <laughs> Truly. The misting swoon. Okay, listen. There are a lot of desirable sexy qualities about Reese. But when he mists a good chunk of a battlefield, <laughs> it does it for me. Again, I think I'm a little bit of a psychopath because the misting is him literally just turning all these people into, into mist. mist. But I love it. Makes me happy. And then I said, okay, fine. Tamlin helps some. <laughs> and again, back to the whiplash. We love him. We hate him. You know, first book, we love him. Second book, we hate him. Third book, we're going back and forth all in one book. Again, with the hand motion. He's Marmadinus. still a baby back bitch at the end of the day. He is, for sure. But he's helping out a little bit. And where we thought that Jurian was like, yeah, no, he's feeding information to Hibern, mm -hmm. blah, 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 blah. Everything that y'all said at the meeting, he went back and said. Indeed. And so then it's like, well, who do we who, who do we believe? Right. Like, who do you believe? <laughs> <laughs> I just watched ECA the other day. I fucking love that movie like, so much. <laughs> I know. Oh, Again, great. all these other references that are not pertinent to this book, but here we are. So they are trying to win in this battle. It's a it's an uphill battle. And then and all of a sudden, hang on, hang on. Oh, we lose a bone carver. R.I.P. R.I.P. But Cass is okay because Nessa calls him away. A thousand Illyrian soldiers die, but it, you know, Happens. sacrifices. Mm -hmm. uh, Cass is fine. That's all I care about. Yeah. And sure. then again, where Nesta is calling Cassian away. Yes. And so then. Dun, 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 dun. Dad saves the day. We're talking about Feyre, Nesta, and Elaine's dad, who's been missing for two and a half books. And hasn't done jack shit before then. It did not do anything. He was rich, and it was all great. He was poor. Then he did not help the family at all, mm -hmm. and he has bum leg. He was the prince of merchants. Mm -hmm. And now, all of a sudden, he's been sailing the seven seas. Yeah. Turns out he heard some whispers when he's out on some business, and, and he's like, And he oh. shows up with Vasa. Yeah. The queen. He's like, unrest? People plotting? I gotta save my daughters. Yeah. And, all, and then he shows up on a boat that's named after, what was? Nesta. He had the Nesta, the Pharaoh, and the Elaine. Yeah. And he was on the Nesta. Okay. Which, Sim listen. Symbolism. Okay. And also, ran into Miriam and Dracon, who were like, his, okay, his sorry, guys. also been guys. missing, because they called, because Rizan sent word for their help, but yeah. they were... Not it looked there. like ruins. It, yeah, it looked and like abandoned. ruins. But we now we know they were glamoured. Yeah, and it was just too good. <laughs> and, yeah, but, and, yeah, and basically it was a really good glamour to where even Reese could not see that. Which I thought that was kind of the funniest thing. Like, I know we were trying to protect ourselves, guys, but kinda clearly like, we did too good of a job. Yeah. So sorry about that. Because kind of like how he glamoured Valeris so nobody could see, so yeah. it couldn't be destroyed. They did the same thing, but 
it did the opposite effect of it was too good to where Reese couldn't see. Yeah, because it kept out good people in. But somehow, Prince Emergence, their dad, yeah. just stumbled across. They heard them. some whispers and they met up in the field. And so all of them. So now we got the Seraphim coming in hot to help the Illyrians and the Peregrines, and then we got the fucking all the fems and gins and. <laughs> We got the mosses, the mooses, and the mooses. We got the bone army coming in. It's we great. got the weaver. Ten we out the, of ten. The bone carver's gone. R.I.P. Waiting on Brayaxis. He's there. He's there. He's just there. kidding. He's in there. Just we got your sister baby about and Tracy fogging, just wiping out people. Striga's literally kicking ass, causing a path names. of destruction that they're following because they're trying to get to the cauldron too. And then Reese finally turns into the beast. That he never unleashes. Okay, so shit is getting real. Amron lied about the cauldron. And for a good two and a half pages, we hate that bitch. Yeah, we're like, excuse you, how the, what the fuck do you mean you lied about it? Yeah. It was not an undoing for the cauldron. But for her. But for her. Because we'll get to that in a second. She doesn't want to be in her human form anymore. We will get to that in a second. We'll come back to that. Cass kisses Nesta. They kiss. Oh, they kiss. I, I thought you said kills. So I was kiss. like, no, he doesn't. No, I forgot about the kiss. I forgot about it. Yeah. And I was so excited. But Hybron's got them cornered. Okay. Mm-hmm. He's got them cornered. And Nesta's covering him. Yeah. And his, She's, my, my, he's like, my only gr- yeah. regret is that we didn't have more time together. Oh, God. You know, my heart. Uh, um, uh, yeah, she tries to do, she does hit Hybern with some of her power, mm-hmm. but she doesn't know how to control it. So it's like one hit and she's done. And then yeah. she's like, but again, cast. she didn't want to learn how to control her power. She didn't. It's her own fucking fault. That's her own fucking fault because she didn't want to train. She didn't want to do anything, learn how to control her powers for good or anything. And now she's sitting here like, what the fuck do I do? But she didn't want to learn. Her and Cass. Cameron tried to teach her. Her and Cass might be about to die. But then all of a sudden, Elaine, in with True Teller, stabbing Highburn in the neck. (laughs) Which we completely gloss over the fact that Highburn snapped their dad's neck. Oh, yeah. And so dad's there too. He's trying to protect Nesta. Hybern's like, yeah, kills dad. He was. I think that's when she he was lost the power. Yeah, he was only in there for a hot second. Um, he showed up hot with the army. Yeah, so um, Elaine he did a little bit of good. Hybern in the neck, and then Nesta cuts his head off very brutally. She basically just so Elaine stabs in the neck with Truth Teller. Mm -hmm. Is like, oh shit, what did I do? But and Elaine's like, kind of cool. Nesta's like, I want in on this. Yeah, and then she's like coming and twisting the knife until his neck comes off yep and she's just like Cass is down there in the ground hurt and it's just like that's my girl um that's my girl too in this moment yeah i love it we like her for a hot second we hate amarin for a hot second now at this time simultaneously pharaoh's hand is on the cauldron she is one with the cauldron she sees all this happen after it's done, she reels herself back into it. Amran's like, this is why you need to unleash me. And then Feyre's like, but no. And she's like, but yes. So she fucking. So for a half second, we hated her. It was to me, it was like, I couldn't even continue reading for a second whenever I thought I hated her because yeah. it was like the whole entire Twilight scene over again. If you, I'm about to ruin it for you if you haven't seen Breaking Dawn Part 2, where Carlisle's head gets cut off. And the whole entire theater is like, <gasps> except for me, I was cheering. Fuck you. 
something happened finally and I was like, oh my God, yes! yes. Um, <laughs> and so literally I had to stop reading for a second because I could just not comprehend. I was like, Amron betrayed them. I know. For two and a half pages, I was like, what the fuck? You were my favorite. But it's okay. But beautiful angel that she is, literally, I think. She just wants to die. She she fucking takes out the rest of the army. Yeah. She because she turns in, she turns into like her non-human form, which mm-hmm. is like this fiery dragon thing. I'm telling you, the way she's described, it's got she's gotta be a fucking angel. But her angels from dragons? like our world. The angels ain't dragons. No, just I'll we'll talk about it later. Okay. <laughs> she she's a dragon or some kind of big ass bird thing. That's what made me think of a phoenix. And so she's swooping through, she's killing, she's eating, she's mm-hmm. fire breathing. But um, then she did. But then she did. R. R. Peace. I was very upset. And then um <clears throat> immediately after that, the cauldron breaks and Feyre and Reese are putting the cauldron back together. And uh Reese, who has been using so much of his power. Yeah, so Reese is really spent. He's really burnt out at this point. He's used a lot of magic. He puts everything into it. To put it back together. And he dies. And then he dies. And I was not okay. That was pretty sad. Um, and then, so then he's... I may post a picture of, like, my notes just so they can see. Go ahead, yeah. But absolutely the fuck not bring him back. Yeah. Somebody somebody post, or sent us a message that they wanted to see our notes. Oh, nice. Or somebody's notes. Yeah. And we'll, I'm like, you okay, don't want to we'll see my notes. <laughs> we'll post them. Uh, and then... Feyre is obviously distraught, as we all are. As we all are. We're, you know, in mourning at this point because Reese is dead. Yes. And how can the most powerful High Lord be dead? Right. It's really what I was kind of questioning. I'm very upset. Um, but I think that's a testament to just the sheer power of Highburn's army is that he had to use so much of his mm-hmm. Because I think what I gathered with their powers is that it doesn't matter how powerful you are. There's still a limit to how much of your magic you can use sure. at one time. And so with all the misting and beasting and everything he was doing, it just, Killing, his battery got chilling. drained. His yeah. battery got drained. Sure. Um, and then it took everything like in him and Feyre to fix the cauldron. Yeah. Um, but Feyre, dun, dun, dun. just like Reese. Was like, <laughs> all you fucking High Lords, power now. Immediately. Mm-hmm. So if you recall in book one, after she died, all the High Lords put power into her to make her come back to life. Mm-hmm. So let's do this for Reese. Mm-hmm. And so they all the High Lords do it. And then because Feyre's High Lady, she needs to do it too. Mm-hmm. And she's like, if y'all don't fucking tell me how to do this immediately, I swear to God. And so she gets it. Thank the gods. Reese has returned to us. I was about to burn the book. If he was going to stay dead, we were going to have some problems. I'm thinking of that TikTok where, while he's dead. And, you know, the TikTok video where mm-hmm. it's, it's uh, the song. And, and, wait, am I going to get plagiarism for this? <laughs> I don't know. And I know you shine down on me from heaven. <laughs> oh my god um, um. and he also okay so when he dies I love it so much he dies he 
holds on to the bond too. Also, in like, the cauldron at the same time. Mm-hmm. And in the cauldron, he sees Amarin and he's like, come on, girl, let's go back home. Yeah. So Amarin's back. And all of a sudden she's back, but with no powers. Yes, she's high fae now. She's, yeah, she's just fae or high fae. And so she's not as magical, powerful. Yeah. Whatever she was before. Yes. So they win the war. A meeting occurs where they're just trying to get some like tentative plans for what to yeah. do about They're the winter, wall winter, being down. They're winter, winter, chicken dinners. We got to get together. Yeah. Because now the wall is still down, which means humans and Faye are no longer separated. Right. How is this going to work? What so, are we going to do from here? They're trying to, you know, figure out how to protect the humans, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. The night court goes back home. There's some red lingerie that was mentioned, I think, in the second book that Farah goes back and gets or whatever. Um, Nesta's sulking. Mm-hmm. Per usual. Which I was so upset because, again, reading it <laughs> for the second time, I'm like, they had so many moments. And then she just ignores Cass. But everyone's got PTSD from this war. Sure. They saw some heavy shit. But again, just like talk about your shit, guys. Like, or don't blame your shit on everybody else. Yeah, yeah. She just wants to isolate and not get close to anyone. I think, yeah. I think because she never really has been close to anyone, her closeness with Cass scared the shit out of her, especially sure. in a world that she didn't want to be in and part of. But you know, we'll get more into that in the last book. Yep, we'll get there. Uh, and then they make a fucking bargain to die together, Reese and Farah. That is, and so basically. This is going to come back to bite them in the ass later on, but we'll get there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the only way one of them is going to die is if both of them dies. Yes. I don't know if that's the kind of bargain you need to make. And so, it's of course, no. it's, it's, it's tattooed on them. Yeah. That's um, literally the only... Like, y'all really need to be a little bit uh, more thoughtful with your bargains. Yes. Because um, y'all be doing some dumb shit. Yes. To me, that's the only downside to this book. 10 out of 10 for me. No notes. Perfect. Love it. This honestly, I I think I mentioned this before. This was not my favorite book. I felt like if it's a 600 page book, fine. But like the first 200 pages and the last 200 pages were the most riveting. And then the middle, you know, two to 300 pages were just kind of, I don't know. I loved it. I, there, I mean, it wasn't uneventful, but it was just like, it was more so like, okay, this is not very riveting, not very exciting. See, I like a lot this. of the the scheming and the plotting and the planning and yeah. the preparing for the war and, you know, I don't know. I just, I, I liked it all. I liked yeah. it all. I mean, it wasn't ten. bad. I mean, I still liked it, but definitely, um, you know, we're looking at, if we're looking at all five books or at least up until this point. Um, first three books, the second book was my fave. I think the only thing that keeps the second book from being my fave, which obviously is a little bit different it's because, because it's Reese twist. romance. Yeah. But, and obviously I love Reese, but I, I just, I get bored with romance easily. Well, sure. I think it was just more so like the whole plot twist of it. Of, you know, like, oh, by the way, yeah. we're mates. And so then you're kind of like... It's it's all the connections from the first book to the second one where I'm like, oh, okay, I love this. Yeah. Um. So everything's kind of like tying up some loose ends or making sense. Yeah. Um, and this is more involved in the world as a whole. Yeah. And the breaking of it and then starting to build a new one. Mm-hmm. And I like a lot more of that. I, I just like a lot of like the action. Like I like to, to be on the edge of my seat 
maybe not the whole entire time, but if it's a 700 page book or 600 page, however much it is, you know, um, it, it's just where the middle 300 pages or whatever it was, were just kind of slow. I've but heard, I understand that they were necessary. Yeah. I've heard that I'm going to like the Throne and Glass series uh, for my friend because it's, it's a lot t- more of like. It's on my TBR. The kind of action and mm-hmm. world building and and that kind of thing. I don't know. I, I can use or a little bit of romance. if this but... had been separated into like two books. And so maybe make it a six book series because. Well, I think there's going to be at least two more. Of this series? Yeah. Really? What else are they going to talk about? I'm pretty sure the next one is going to be about Elaine. Oh, I don't care about her. She's just a little bit of a ding-dong. furthering the plot. And then um, maybe as. Because, I mean, I guess there's room for it because they're talking about plot. And, I guess, you know, a little bit of a, not so much of a spoiler alert, but in the last book they're talking about another war. Yeah, I've heard that it's like these three. Which is really face fa- favorite Reese. I almost said Feces. <laughs> I guess I was well, combining make it their a name. couple name. <laughs> Feyre <Feast>. and Reese's <laughs> trilogy. And then the bridge. And then it's gonna be another trilogy. Um, okay. but I've noticed, especially rereading, that the only like first person um perspective comes from Pharaoh and Reese mm-hmm. and when it's like anyone else it's third, it's third person. person yeah I noticed that too and I thought that was interesting yeah because some of the books are are first person p- point of view and then the rest are like third person point of view yeah which is which know, really we, we we don't even get much of Reese except for the second book right we get his one chapter that's a point of view from his point of view yeah I think it's and then with this one it's the first one and maybe there's another one because it starts out with his pov yeah um but but yeah i'll i'll probably give it like a oh my gosh 6.5 or a 7 out of 10 i almost forgot we still have to talk about a court of frost and starlight <laughs> in this in this episode i thought we were going to i thought we were doing it in the last episode we can do it in the last let's one. do it in the last episode. i mean it's only going to take like five minutes to talk yeah about, that's why we can do it in the last episode okay um but yeah, I give it like a seven, seven out of ten. Ten out of ten. Okay, whatever. <laughs> um, but anyway, so stay tuned for next episode where we cover the last two books: A Court of Frost and Starlight and A Court of Silver Flames. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll mostly be about silver. Flames. It'll mostly be about silver flames. Frost and Starlight will take a whole five minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, you've got our drinks. Um, Which were delicious. And we'll be sure and post those recipes in the show notes. Mm-hmm. Be sure and follow us on Instagram at Books Banter Podcast. <laughs> and like us on Facebook. Books, Booze, and Banter Podcast. Send us an email. Books Banter Podcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.